0: How y'all doing this morning? I know we've been having a little problems with our upload and speed. We're having problems with um, our internet. Our tech team has been scrambling trying to get it. But as soon as the service is over today, we're going to upload a, a, a copy from the computer. So that it'll be on YouTube and a church website that you can watch there. Um, we're sorry about that. But God's still God and he's still in control. And we're excited about today. And if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Psalm 46, Psalms 46 and Matthew 6, Psalms 46 Matthew 6. And today we're going to be talking about calm over chaos. You know, three weeks ago, nobody knew what the coronavirus was. You know, we would, if you'd have brought that up, I'd have had no clue what you was talking about. But today, it is literally shutting everything down in the world, not just in Watson, not just in Livingston Parish or Louisiana, you know, really the whole coronavirus has a scrambling. And, you know, we can choose to be calm and not choose chaos. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be in probably one of my favorite scriptures um, in the whole Bible. And this is the scripture that literally changed my life years ago, um, Psalms 4610. But we're going to read the whole chapter today, and we're going to be talking about this. And, you know, a lot of people are getting worked up over this. And, you know, I'm just being real honest right now. Who would have thought of all the shortages in the world, we'd have had a toilet paper shortage? Who, you know? But, I mean, people are scrambling to buy toilet paper. I got a whole case at my house. I'm willing to trade that for a prime duck lease in Arkansas right now, just in case. But, um, but we do have it. Dike Cokes, plenty. All you skeptics out there think that I'm going to run out and have to drink water? Stocked up. We're good at the Morgan House on Dike Cokes and toilet paper. But you know, today, um, God really does want us just to be still and know him. And so if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Psalms 46, and we're going to start in verse 1. It says, God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her and she will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. Nations are in an uproar, kingdoms fall. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Let's pray. Father, right now, I just ask that, Father, right now, Father, you'll just show us what you're talking about in this stillness. Father, when you tell us to be still, and not only be still, but to know that you're God. Father, open our hearts this morning, Father, and just let us see that. In your son's name I pray. Amen. You know, when you go back and you start looking in the very first verse, it says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Literally, in my Bible, I've got wow. Think about that. Think about what, it, what that's saying. It says, an ever-present help in trouble. He's always there, his, his help. You know, he's going to be there because he's God, you know. And as I started looking, you know, and as I was looking, getting ready for today, and I looked up the definition of calm. It's a period of condition of freedom from storms, high winds, and rough activity. Right now, couldn't you use a little calm in your life? Couldn't you use a little bit of just knowing that the storms and the high winds and the rough activity is not there? And then chaos. It's a state of state of utter confusion. How much chaos do we see right now? If you get on any social media platform or any of the, the website or the papers and you start looking at it, We're in chaos right now in a lot of places because we're scrambling, trying to get ahead of a virus. But this virus didn't catch my God by surprise. And so we need to start choosing to be calm, you know, because he tells us, I want to go back to verse 1. He says, God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in trouble. He's always there. You know, and he tells us when you skip down to verse 10, it says, be still, be still. That don't mean quit. That don't mean lay down. That means just to get still, just to stop for a moment and take him in. Just stop for a moment and realize who he is. In Psalm 62, 5, it says, yes, my Lord, find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Can you today claim my hope comes from him? Can you say it is well with my soul because my hope comes from him? That's what he wants. He wants. You know, but for some of us, we need to start at the beginning. For some of us, we've never asked Him for forgiveness. Some of us has never asked Him to become the Lord of our life. And so we have to do that so that we can have this hope. Turn with me in your Bibles over to Matthew. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 6, and I'm going to start in verse 25. Matthew 6, verse 25. It says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body. It is not more than food and a body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, yet the heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add one single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the fields grow? They do not labor or spend. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. It is, it is, if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and gone to Mar and thrown into a fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall I eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. You know, whenever you read that scripture, you know, and I want to go back and capitalize on verse 33 where it says, Seek first his kingdom. You know, he tells us that we need to get still, but are we seeking him first? You know, a lot of times we get so busy in life and all these things start happening and, you know, we start worrying about, well, how am I going to pay this bill? How am I going to get through this? And all we have to do is get still and seek first the kingdom. You know, one are those things, like, you know, you get unwanted news. You need to be still. You go through some tough times. You need to be still. You're going through some chaotic times. Be still. But when you get still... Seek God first. Don't seek social media. Don't seek your friends. Don't seek your family. Literally, he's telling us, seek my kingdom. Seek my kingdom and all my righteousness, and I'll take care of you. He takes care of the birds of the air, and he takes care of all the animals. Why is he not going to take care of us? You know, whenever you go through, and if you go back into Psalms 46 again, you know, in verse 10, it says, be still, be still. And then it goes on and says, Know that I'm God. Why do you think he has to tell us to know that he's God? Because I think a lot of times we forget just how powerful our God is. There's times in our life when we forget how amazing our God is. I could sit here for days and tell you what God's done in the Morgan house. I could tell you for days what he's done in my personal life, how amazing he is, how much he loves me, how much he's been there when he didn't have to be there, but he chose to love me because I chose him. But yet we forget and we need to be reminded, be still and know me. And then what's going to happen after that? It goes on and it says, be still and know that I'm God. And it says, I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. Today, today, if we choose him today, March 22nd, 2020, if we choose him and we choose to get still and we get choose to seek him first, the world's going to see that we're going to change the world today because of how we respond to everything going on in our lives and how we respond to what's going on in our country right now. But we have to do this and he has to remind us who's really in charge and who's really got the great power. Because remember back in the start of that in Psalm, in the very first verse of 46, it says, God is our refuge and strength. You know, I looked up those definitions because you know I like to look up definitions. And refuge means a shelter from the storm and from danger and from falsehood. And strength means the quality of state of being a strong power to resist a force. You know, whenever I think of being a refuge, whenever I was growing up, I used to raise chickens. And whenever they would hatch, and if something was coming, you know, if a, a, a hawk or something was flying down or the weather got bad, that hen would spread her wings literally and all them little beaties would get under her. She was protecting them. She became their refuge. She became their strength because she was in, she could um, do that. You know, and I've read stories where they've had forest fires go through and they'll find a, a mama that is dead and her babies will be alive under her because they have laid on top of them to protect them. She become their refuge. A lot of y'all heard me talk about my dog ministry and my dog, Glory. You know, and her uh, her name, ironically, it sounds 4610, be still and know that I'm God. But whenever she was a puppy, whenever Hank from Kingdom Dog Ministry got Glory as a puppy, she was a little bitty puppy, and he went out to train one day. And this is the picture that I see how we ought to be. And he's out in a big field, and Glory kind of scampers off. She's a little puppy, you know, 10, 12 weeks old, and she's out just playing and Hank is distracted over setting up the launchers and getting ready to set up a training um, set for that day. And Bandera, Glory's dad, is just roaming around, you know, airing out. And so he's out, but he's away from Glory. And Hank tells the story that Glory's a little puppy, and all of a sudden these wild dogs come barreling out of the woods after, growling, and they're about to attack her. And as whenever they start getting close, he said out of nowhere, there was a black streak across the field and 95 pounds of her dad come to her rescue. And he said, Bandera stood over that puppy and those dogs turn and run. Whenever you read this verse, it says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. That's the picture I see of my God. Whenever I get in trouble, I see a God that barrels in and he protects us because it goes on. And what does it say? He said, it breaks, he bow, he breaks the bows, he shatters the spears, and he burns the shields. Our God wants to protect us. Our God wants to be there for us. But we have to choose him. We have to get still and know him. We have to seek that kingdom first. an ever-present help. You know, what does that mean for us? But go back to verse 7. In verse 7, it said, The Lord Almighty is with us. Do you hear that? The Lord Almighty is with us. And then skip down to verse 11. Right after he tells us to get still and know that he's God, right after he tells us to get still and know him, right after he tells us that he's going to be exalted among the nations and earth, He reminds us again in verse 11. It says, the Lord Almighty is with us. Three times in that passage, in chapter 46, he tells us, I'm an ever-present help in trouble. I'm with you. I'm with you. You just need to get still and know me. You know, what's going on, you know, when we start looking at the world today, no matter the circumstance, no matter the news, no matter what's happening in politics, No matter who's in government, no matter what the disease is, he's with us and he wants to be our refuge. Do you hear that? He's with us and he wants to be our refuge. You know, it tells us in scripture in that same chapter, it says, though that the mountains fall into the sea and the waters rage, he's with us. No matter what's going on in our life, no matter how bad we think it is, no matter how chaotic it is, when we say, Johnny, you don't understand what's happening in my life. I went to my job this week, and my job told me to go home till this virus is over. I'm not getting paid. Your God's an ever-present help. You know, some of us work in the food industry. We can't work right now. You know? I miss going and sit in these restaurants during the week and have them come out and talk to us and stuff. Right now we're having to do pickup. But God's still God. You know, and he tells us, be still. Don't worry. Be still. You know, what did I read over in Matthew 6? It says, no matter how much we worry, don't add one hour to our life. You take away from your life as you worry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Know that he's God. Know that there's no one nowhere more powerful than God. No one loves you more than God. Do you hear that? No one loves you more than God. No matter who it is in your family, your husband, your wife, your kids, nobody's going to love you like God. Because what did God do for us? In the midst of our sin, in the midst of everything we was doing wrong, he sent his son to be born, to walk this earth, and to die a horrific death on a cross. But what happened when that, whenever that took place? He died on that cross. They put him in a grave, and death couldn't beat him. They put him in a grave, and death couldn't beat him. Because three days later, he came come out of that tomb. And because of that, that gives me hope. Because of that, I can say it is well with my soul. Because of that, I can say I'm going to spend an eternity with my Father because He loved me like no other, because He sacrificed like no other. And so when I read verses like Psalms 46.10, where it says, be still and know that I'm God. It ought to be easy. But what happens? Chaos. Chaos. What happened to Peter when Peter got out of that boat? He acknowledged God. He acknowledged Jesus. He said, Jesus, can I come to you? Jesus, can I come to you? And he said, yes. And then he stepped out and then Peter got distracted by the the chaos of the waves around him and started to sink. But what happened? Jesus said, here I am. And he reached and he grabbed Peter. He tells us. I'm an ever-present help in trouble. You know, today, I want to ask you two questions. What do you need to let go of and be still today? What are the things in your life right now, sitting in your living room, sitting at your dining room table, you might be sitting at your job place. What do you need to let go of and be still? What's the thing in your life that's chaotic, that's causing you to be distracted? What's the one thing in your life that you need to let go of? But let me follow behind it with a second question. What do you need to let go of and let God be God today? What do you need to let go of and let God be God? What's the thing in your life that you need to say, all right, God, I can't handle this. God, I'm putting this at your feet. But do this. When you put it at his feet, don't take it back. Leave it at his feet. What's the thing that you need to give him and say, God, I need to give you complete control of my life. God, I need to give you complete control of my finances right now because it's a dumpster dive. Father, I need to give you complete control of this sickness that's in my body. Father, I need to give you complete control of my mind because it's playing games with me because every time I get on something and I see about all this virus and what it's doing, and the deaths that it's causing, and the cases that are being, you know, confirmed. God, my mind's racing, and I'm panicking. God, I need you to be God today. And God, I need to give you control of that. The song we sang right before I I stepped in um, to sit down here, Through It All, it says, In this mountain that's in front of me will be thrown into the midst of the sea. Think about that the mountain that's in front of me will be thrown into the midst of the sea. And through it all, my eyes are on you. Through it all, it is well. Can we claim that today? If we put it at God's feet and he throws it into that ocean, he says, I'm separating you from this. And through all of this, you're going to be okay. Through all this, you're going to be okay. Through all of this, you're going to be okay because I'm telling you now in verse 1, I'm in ever-present help and trouble. I'm telling you again in verse 7 that, that I'm with you. I'm telling you again in verse 11 that I'm with you. Can we let go and let God be God? Can we do that? And so this morning, I, I'm going to pray, and it's going to be different because I'm not going to be standing in front of the church where you can respond to me. But I'm going to pray, and I'm going to ask the worship team If they'll go back and if they'll sing this this song one more time through it all, and right where you're at, right now where you're sitting, what do you need to let God be God with? What's the one thing that you need to say, all right, God, all right, God, This, this is my mountain. This is my mountain, God. Throw it into the sea. This is my mountain. Father, we come to you right now, Lord. Just say that we love you, Father, and I thank you for this day. Father, I thank you for this opportunity. Father, and I know today's different. Father, and I know that we've had some Internet internet difficulties, Father, and there's some of us that's going to have to go back and, and watch it again later. Father, but you're always on time. Father, and I just ask that even now, Father, that you just show us that mountain that we need to put at your feet, Father, that you show us what we need to get rid of. Father, so that you can be God. Father, and just like in verse 10 of Psalms 46, Father, we can be still and know that you're God. And Father, when we do that, Father, you tell us that you're going to be exalted among the nations and you're going to be exalted on the earth, Father, and people are going to see you because of our obedience. Father, if there's some that's listening that's watching right now, Father, they've never asked you to become the Lord of their life. Father, let today be that day, Father, that they ask you for forgiveness. Father, let today be that day that they turn to you once and for all and make you the Lord of their life. Father, there might be some that's sitting at home right now saying, you know something, I want to make live oak my home, but I'm not there. Don't let that slow them down. Father, again, I just thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace. In your son's name, amen. You know, before we say, I want to close with this. You might be at home, you might realize that you need to make God your Lord. Call me, text me, send us a Facebook message. Get in touch with the staff. Let us pray with you. And if you're sitting at home seriously and you say, you know, I want to be part of a church that's not afraid to worship God, through the internet today because we can't meet corporately and I want to be part of that church. Same thing. Send us a text. Send us an email. Get in contact with us. Talk to us. But just know, choose calm over chaos. Choose calm over chaos. Be still and know God.